Hi, Jody. Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Matt. Hey, what's up, man? All right, all right. How's everyone doing? Pretty good. Uh, excited for another episode. Yeah, another episode of The Treester. Again, check us out at uh, thetreester.com. And also, you can check us out on Instagram or on Twitter, LinkedIn. Interact with us and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh... Today's topic, why hasn't solar energy taken over the world? Yeah, that's a very good topic, right? Because now everyone's, it's there's wildfires going on in San Francisco. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's pretty much a red sky, like in the city, right there in the middle, you know, Silicon Valley, fires everywhere. And solar, I've heard of solar since I was a kid, right? And everyone's wondering why hasn't solar taken over, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I guess, you know, I also did some research on my own and one very popular uh, article and also a a podcast that was done by a couple stuff you should know. I think that's a pretty popular podcast. They also talked a little bit about solar and, you know, apparently every five days the sun provides the earth with as much energy as all proven supplies of oil, coal and natural gas. And, yeah. but Matt had a counter argument to that, right? Well, I mean, they don't give any units, like uh, how many, you know, how many barrels of oil is that? How many pounds of coal, uh, natural gas, you know, and in, and, and what, you know, time frame? I don't know, it's just kind of a blanket statement, but, um, it is. It is. A, it is a lot of energy going to waste. And when you, you have a lot of desert out there that's no one's using for anything. It's just, you know. Yep. Okay. Yep. So yeah, and you know, they also mention, and I guess we'll talk about that. But now we're kind of going over the pros, and that same article also mentioned that apparently we could capture one six thousandth of Earth's available solar energy would be able to meet 100% of our energy needs. You know, that's a very exciting so statement. Amazing. Yeah. yeah that, but I don't know, Matt, do you have a counter argument to that? I think you were saying that. Uh, yeah, we, like what, what are you talking about? Like the, the amount of photons that contact the Earth's surface in a day, in a week, in a month? Uh, well, we're, it says that we're going to meet 100% of our energy needs, right? So that would mean, yeah. you know, all to power our cars, to power our homes, you know, all of that. Yeah, so the, the, the main con here, let's, let's move to the con. Okay, okay. Uh, so, it, it's expensive. Right, yeah. So yeah, one of the famous issues with solar energy is that it requires a lot of land area, right? To establish the solar farms. So that takes a lot of space, you know, buying land, et cetera, et cetera. It's also- You can the wildlife in the land for that. Yeah, it's also, you know, historically at least, it's more expensive than, you know, coal energy, that sort of thing, you know, we already have the entire ecosystem and industry for that. So, you know, it's more expensive to establish a new system, right? And 
So yeah, you wanted to talk about the cons, right? The, start, the startup costs is mm -hmm. the main thing. Um, after a few years, then it sort of pays for itself, and you know you have your your maintenance costs. You know, maybe if batteries go bad or whatnot. Um, but you know, and again, that's that's like half of the the costs. The the batteries. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I looked up like sort of building my own solar system for my house uh, a while ago and you know the batteries came up to like 50 percent of the the cost of the whole entire solar installation so you know if it, i guess the more you know the more we develop battery technology the better uh, yeah so i guess for people who don't understand how the process works right um so how does it work, right? You put some, what do you put on your ceiling? How, how does that work, right? Why would you need a battery? You know, just to provide some explanation. Uh, well, it starts off with the photovoltaic uh, cells. You know, and they're basically, if you were gonna, you could make your own panel by sort of soldering together uh, a bunch of these cells and to and then have a you know sort of like a tempered glass pane and it's got to be like really high quality glass because you're going to put it on your roof and then you have you have things like hail and you know if you live in the forest maybe sticks and things like that that are going to impact it and um you know so you got to think of that um and it's got to be watertight you know you got to have it sealed um, you're going to need uh, a power regulator to regulate the amount of um, energy going into uh, the batteries. You don't want to just flood it with, you know, a bunch of, you know, energy, at, you know, in, in spikes, you know, because um, the sun's not always going to be out in 100% consistent all the time yeah so you, you, gotta you really definitely can't collect energy during that time yeah um yeah. so then you need you know the batteries and the power uh, inverter to take the um the energy from the battery and you know basically mm -hmm. charge your devices with it or whatever your home appliances and whatever mm -hmm. um yeah, so, you know, in short, basically, you know, panels are installed on someone's roof, right, in their homes, whatever, and then those panels kind of absorb and convert the sunlight to electricity that's then stored in a battery. And I think the huge issue surrounding solar, uh, among the many, many issues, is the battery, right? Like, the storing that yeah. energy that is produced from the panels, the farms, etc., it's expensive. Uh, it's about seven thousand a hundred to get a fourteen kilowatts of power. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, you know. And, and batteries Just go. Just for the battery storage, yeah. Yeah. And batteries go bad after a while. You know, they, they you know, the technology is getting better, but uh, right now. It's eroding. Yeah. If you, you, you might, uh, you know. You have to have a proper place to store them too. Like you can't just put it in your living room, or you know, you've got to have a dedicated uh, storage area with concrete floor, and you know, um, 
make sure they're not exposed to the elements. Um, yep. Yeah, imagine having like a four, like an initial house, right? A regular house, so like a four bedroom house, the average cost for the average home, it'll be like about 15 to 29,000. That's gonna produce like, you know, four kilowatts and eight kilowatts of power. That sounds like extremely expensive. That's like a couple of cars there. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then you know, you've got to have a house big enough to have, you know, to, to cover that, that many solar panels, yep. too. Yep. So, yeah, it's expensive, you know, and it, it, there, it, there's a long way to go in terms of innovating, right? Well, uh, I, there's a, a Tesla is working on, um, like, these, these roof tiles that that are actually photovoltaic cells and it's sort of like uh blends in you know it doesn't look like you have solar panels on your roof which is kind of cool and there is supposedly the the cost of uh basically you know, re re-roofing your house and adding conventional solar panels is more expensive than just you know uh basically re-roofing with these solar panel uh these what are they called i think they're called v3s the tesla v3 solar cells so um so that's good i haven't uh you know i don't know anyone that actually has them but it'd be interesting to see like how much they pay and you know when they're you know when they're actually going to pay for themselves mm -hmm. yep, yep. Uh, yeah. yeah so yeah I think uh, I don't know Jody did you find anything else interesting uh, regarding just solar you know I, I guess those yeah are I found something uh, pretty interesting on like solar right so one of the, the, the main compounds like found in solar panels is uh, like cadmium and lead right and those are extremely toxic like you've all heard of like lead poisoning and uh, you have to be very careful, you know, and those things are like used in the production of solar panels. And there's also like, uh, like the, the, from, from the environmental factor, there's also like gases and things that are also released as well. So it, it's like, we do have a long way to go. As it's a good, I like the idea of like the production of it, which is just, which, you know, long term, it seems like it'll help out the environment, but we still have a while to go for it to be like pretty environmentally friendly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, and I guess, you know, while doing this sort of research, we also were wondering then what is the solution, right? If solar alone, you know, it might cause a lot of issues environmentally and otherwise, and just even technologically, right? Uh, all of the things we mentioned, you know, then what is the solution? So apparently Iceland, right? Iceland is a case study in renewable energy. Apparently, almost 100%, if not 100%, of their electricity comes from renewable. Uh, you know, their air conditioning, heating, it's all uh, fueled by geothermal energy. And the more uh, basic energy needs, like fridges, computers, it's powered by hydroelectricity. And I think Matt actually watched a documentary on it. I think it's on Netflix, so I don't know. Like, do you want to talk about it? I forgot what the documentary is called, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's it pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, hydroelectricity is like a cost, you know, it's pretty like cost competitive. So it's like, it's pretty good. Well, it all depends on where you are. Like if you live on top of a volcano, then geothermal might be a great alternative. Yeah. Unless, you know, unless you're in Hawaii and like, I don't know, people worship the volcanoes and there's a whole like cultural conflict there. But, um, you know, like it, if you have access to uh, geothermal, yeah. and, you know, you should use it. If you have access to a large river, you know, maybe, you know, consider hydroelectric power. If you have access to a really windy uh, environment, like you're on a mountaintop and you get a lot of wind all the time, but, you know, maybe you don't have, a, it's not a volcano, but you, and you don't have any rivers and it's not very sunny all the time well wind's probably a good alternative yeah you, you, you gotta work with your environment too mm -hmm. and like um i think it's also really important that <clears throat> you know we keep the uh biological ecosystems uh that are in mind that are that will be affected by these things mm -hmm. you know uh if, if you're using geothermal and you make you know, you make a mistake and there's a pipe that gets corroded and you have a gas leak that that pollutes, you know, and kills so many things in the ecosystem, well, then, you know, that's bad. Um, it, and and when, you're, when you're taking energy from something, let's say it's a river, like you're, you know, you're sort of taking that energy away from the organisms uh, living in the ecosystems downstream of that. So, you know, you should think about, you know, how can you replace that energy? Yep. Very true. And even with uh, like solar, even the, the, the installation process, the land that needs to be like cleared, you know, that, that yeah. it could like the solar fields could be like really massive to get like a decent amount of power. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, and like imagine, imagine it like trying to share that land, you know, for agricultural uses, which we need, but that's clearly not possible. So like we're affecting ourselves as well. So it's like, as you said, as you guys both said, like get a little bit from everywhere. That seems like that's the solution. Whatever's around you, whatever's gonna benefit you. Yeah. Right. Be be versatile. Be you know, be adaptable, and. Um, and and think about the consequences of taking that energy from the environment mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah so iceland definitely a country to kind of look at and take ideas and inspiration and you know seeing what works for the different countries mm -hmm. uh other countries that have also you know have a lot of interesting effects uh, a, a lot of interesting ideas in terms of renewable energy you know, Costa Rica, you know, they've innovated a lot with it. Albania, Ethiopia, Paraguay, Norway. So they have most of their electricity produced by, you know, 100, almost 100% green. So, you know, they, they've managed a way to combine, you know, solar, wind, hydro, you know, things like that. Uh, yeah, so, you know, I think we're moving along, right? Uh, we do need yeah. more more people to kind of think about these sort of issues and innovate. Yeah, you know, it, it's moving there. 
you know, wind, right? I, I, I've worked on wind energy, you know, in the past, doing some research regarding that. I think we do, people are exploring, you know, different ways to uh, implement that. Uh, but also the issue with wind is almost the same as solar, you know, storing it, right? The batteries that are big enough to store all that energy, right? So even if we create the energy, you know, where do we store it? That sort of thing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess I think that's that's all for us, right? Uh, you know, we'll we'll, we'll keep thinking, uh, and that, I guess that's why you know solar is, doesn't rule the world, right? Uh, we still need to innovate. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's always more complicated than it initially appears. You know, got a lot of things that solar affects, you know, other than just, um, you know, having free power, mm-hmm. which is great. On the surface, it looks great. And, you know, mm-hmm. we just gotta work a lot, a lot mm-hmm. of the kings out. Yep, yep. There's an interesting video, and I'll put the link below here. Uh, it's on YouTube uh, TED Talk, where this gentleman who's been in the energy industry for a little bit in terms of renewables and environmentalism, you know, I'll definitely, I definitely recommend people to take a look at it. Uh, it does have a lot of interesting information, but basically what he said uh, was that maybe the answer is nuclear, right? Nuclear energy, uh, he seems to love it. Uh, I, I don't know much about nuclear energy, so I'm not going to comment on that. I don't know a whole lot about it either, but yeah, I I do know that there's a waste issue, and so far I think what we've been doing is just burying the waste, mm-hmm. and it's like burying it in capsules, which you know, eventually one day those capsules could crack or leak, and that would be really really bad for the environment, bad for everybody. Yeah, yeah, and I think like the half-life too. Yeah. So like decomposing is like it's going to be around for a while. It's going to be yeah. around for longer, probably longer than we'll be here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it, you know, if somehow they can come up with a nuclear uh, reaction mechanism that doesn't produce any waste, maybe produces like. Uh, a kind of waste that's less detrimental to the environment, you know, be a pretty, pretty great alternative. But then uh, on top of that, just like with solar and, you know, all these other technologies, it costs a serious, serious amount of money to, to build those factories, to build those things. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. It, 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 if we wanted to power all of the world's, um, you know, energy needs through nuclear, it would take trillions, upon, trillions upon trillions. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, definitely, this is going to be a topic that we're going to be watching very closely, right? There's a lot of information out there, sometimes misinformation. So, you yeah. know, us at Trister, you know, one of the reasons we're kind of doing this is that we want the truth, right? Like there's so much information out there. Some people, you know, are just working for different industries. So whatever they put out there is biased and whatnot. 
So we try to kind of not be biased, right? Really finding answers, yeah. looking for solutions. So we're definitely gonna keep an eye on this, you know, and we'll, we'll give you an update if we find more interesting information, solutions, and that sort of thing. All right. So I guess for next week's episode, we'll be, you know, if anyone has any ideas about what you'd like to for us to talk about, explore, think about, we're definitely here. And Jody, any, any closing thoughts? Um, well, I pretty much have to say, do some more research into, uh, not for you guys, but for the listeners, I should say, <laughs> do some more research into renewable energy. And, uh, you know, it's, a, it's election year, so, you know, Lot and vote for, but whatever you feel would be best for best practices for, for you know personal reasons and for the environment mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Where that that's a very good point. Very good. Point. All right. Well, uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Remember, Twister, our app is gonna be coming out soon. Uh, letting everyone connect and talk about this sort of interesting stuff. All right. Bye. Talk to All you right, next bye, time. guys. Bye. Good.